Welcome to CEO On The Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm your host, Gail Lance, and together we'll be exploring the people side of leadership. You'll learn how to better engage and inspire those around you and yourself. So let's get started. Happy almost new year and welcome to this last episode of 2020. You've almost crossed the finish line. And if you're listening to this before the end of the year, congratulations. But I wanted to focus on your starting line, actually. So um, I think that's an important place to be right now, thinking about a new start. So I think my thoughts today will be a bit more philosophical, but I'll share some practical tips too, as I often try to do as well to help you and your team. I tend to be an optimist. And over the years, I've learned the importance and the benefit of believing that good things are happening, even when they don't seem to be in the moment even when things are extremely bad or disappointing or painful, sometimes I can't necessarily get myself to a positive feeling, but I'm getting better at neutralizing the negative. It's a practice of looking for the good, the win, the lesson, the opportunity, and almost everything. Uh, Research has shown the power of positive belief in many situations. Employees do better in their jobs. Athletes perform better. Students' grades improve when teachers believe in them and when they believe in themselves. Patient recovery improves. So there's all kinds of evidence of the power of believing that things will get better. So as that relates to you, focus more on what you want to see happen, the good stuff, not what pulls you back or holds you down, the negative. You know, last week I talked about the importance of letting go, letting go of whatever you need to, however you need to do that to create more room for good to come in the new year. So I hope you've given some thought to that, or if you missed that episode, you might want to go back and listen to that first. As you've reflected on what you want to let go of or what's been holding you down in the past, you can use that insight to consider what you'd like to be or do or have instead. So it it can actually be a good starting point for determining what you do want to acknowledge what you don't want. It's, It's like a clue that you can figure out as you think through the opposite. So remember, if you don't like something, you've got choices. You can find ways to accept it, to see it differently, or to get rid of it in some way. In my own business, I don't like administrative details and and I'm not very good at them. So I had to think to myself, what if I had the support that I really needed? What would be possible if I could uh, stop doing the tasks that I hate to do? And you know, the strange thing is that sometimes just by acknowledging what you don't want and by expressing your desire for some kind of change, you begin to see some positive changes happening. Other resources magically appear to provide the help. At least that's what's, what's happened in my case. Uh, I still have to seek them out, but it's it's really great to see things kind of falling into place. And so I'm wondering what could be possible if you took some action or simply acknowledged what you truly want in some way with no judgment and no doubt that it will happen. It's a key to open up to what your brighter future can look like. So the question is, what do you want the future to look like for you, your work, your business, your life? And can you express that to other people, not just kind of be thinking about it on your own? Talking about it out loud is energizing. And when you're talking with other people, sometimes it can be risky and scary, depending on who you're speaking with. 
So I like to give people a lot of opportunity to do that. In fact, that was an assignment that I gave to a few clients recently. I said, be prepared to talk about your vision, not the obligatory one, you know, where you'll say something like, we'll be increasing revenue, improving customer service. This is your true vision, what you really, really want, even if it might look radically different. And this client group meets monthly. So we're often accustomed to reporting in and talking about challenges and progress. But I really wanted to use our next meeting to talk about the future so that I can hear so that people can practice speaking out loud what they want to see or create for themselves, sharing details, examples, visuals, whatever they want to. So I look forward to seeing what they come up with. I think immersing yourself in the future is so much more important than ruminating about the past, thinking about, talking about, moving towards something that's exciting to you. Just this week, I was speaking with a podcast listener and CEO about this issue, and you know who you are if you're listening. I was just sharing some ideas and advice on how he could help his team understand the vision and, and really embrace that so that it was clear to them and meaningful. And I, I noticed that the language that he was using as CEO was, was a bit general and meaningful to him, but it was not specific enough to resonate with the team. And oftentimes, if you're dealing with technical people who appreciate tangible representation of the vision, you have to work a little bit harder in how you bring meaning to that for them. So I recommended one technique that I think often works better than trying to create a traditional, quote, vision statement, and that's creating a vision narrative the story that you want to tell in the future about how you're serving your market or the problems that you're working on, the people that are involved. And this can seem like a messy process, but it actually brings so much better clarity. If you can think of specific stories, client success stories, or specific team success stories that you can talk about as though they're happening in the future, and to ask prompting questions as you're going through this exercise. For example, what happens next? And then what happens after that? And then what's possible after that? And then what does that lead to? And what's the impact then? So in that kind of conversation you're having with your team, you're really encouraging them to think more broadly. It becomes a more expansive vision instead of more restricted, which is really important. You might use or create some visuals. You might use a graphic illustrator to help you in the process consider some symbols or metaphors, anything that can help depict your vision in a new way. So just don't waste time coming up with a generic vision that you think sounds good. Engage your team. And when you're having periodic conversations with your team about the future state throughout the year, it can really be energizing to them, something that they feel good about moving toward. You'll engage them much more in making it happen. And another point to make, too, is if you've got a vision that's radically different or much bigger than you've had in the past, be prepared for people to say, well, well, that's nice, but that will never happen, or whatever other doubt that they want to express. And so as a leader, you've got to instill confidence in them. You have to believe yourself that it can happen and that it will happen. So you and your team get to co-create the future you really want to have. So shifting gears a little bit, as you think about yourself, what are you most looking forward to in the new year beyond the obvious of reconnecting with people and traveling and eating out, those kinds of things that can really seem like a big change compared to what we've been used to during 2020? What's the vision that will be the brightest future that you can imagine? Start talking about it now, even if it's not all thought out completely. 
even if it's not totally coherent. Whatever your vision is, one of the strongest recommendations I want to make for you is to commit to having some kind of new experience in the new year, something that you haven't done before, ideally with other people you ordinarily wouldn't connect with in a different kind of environment, any any environment that's not Zoom or Microsoft Teams will feel different. It's just good for your brain and your business and your life. And it helps you enjoy the process, which is key. The key to creating a bright future is making the most of now, having those great experiences now. You really don't know what will come through those experiences. So it should just be an integral part of your process. If you make having amazing experiences your goal, I think you'll be amazed at what can happen. So when I think about new experiences, consider the new people that you want to meet, maybe something you want to learn or work on, something that gets you out of your comfort zone. That's kind of how I live. In fact, I was thinking about a new experience I want to have in the new year, and my experience list looks something like this. I want to be around people who I enjoy being with, who like to learn, who are growth-oriented, who like to solve big problems, who are creative and innovative thinkers. I want to be in an experience that's fun, physically and or mentally challenging, a different environment that I haven't experienced before, and probably something that's a little bit or a lot out of my comfort zone. So I'm actually in the process of committing to a new experience in the new year that checks all of those boxes and I'll probably be sharing more about what I've gotten myself into this time in future episodes. So stay tuned for that. But what's the new experience that you want to have or create in your life in the new year? Let me know. I'd love to know what you're thinking about. And you can go to CEOonthegopodcast.com and leave a voice message there through the site or use the contact form or LinkedIn or just go to my email, gail at workmatters.com, G-A-Y-L-E. Anyway, I know the new year can feel like a starting line, but remember, you can create a new starting line at any time. It doesn't have to be just at the beginning of the year. It just takes making a new commitment to something that you really want to achieve. Make sure you stick with other people who are committed to staying positive along the way with you, including me, of course. I'll continue to provide ideas to help you as you go along wherever you are on your leadership or your life journey. I know that 2020 has been especially challenging and has required a lot of stamina for you. So I just want to encourage you to keep running. I was reminded of the quote I had in in another blog post I'd written. I found the blog post in my archives. It was called, Will You Meet Your Goals This Year? And I included a quote by William James. And he said, most people never run far enough on their first win to find out they've got a second. So I know you've got a second wind in you, and I encourage you to keep running and uh, let me know how I can be of help. So before I sign off today, I wanted to share a short poem that has been very meaningful to me over the years. And if you've worked with me over time, you've probably heard me share it with you before, but now I think is especially timely. It's called The Future by John Shar, and it goes like this. The future is not a result of choices among alternative paths offered by the present but a place that is created, created first in mind and will, created next in activity. The future is not some place we're going, but one we're creating. The paths are not to be found, but made, and the activity of making them changes both the maker and the destination. I just love that. So I hope that the new year changes you in a good way as you create your own path going forward, that bright future that you really, truly want doing the work that matters to you. 
There's so much to look forward to, new opportunities, new surprises. So I wish you the best in the new year. Look forward to uh, continuing our conversations in this unique way. And until next time, take care. Thanks for tuning in. Feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn and visit workmatters.com. And if you have a question or a suggestion for a future topic for the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. So keep growing as a leader and doing the work that matters to you. Until next time. Mm-hmm.